but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. What's up, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. The greatest city badger that ever lived is back up in this thing. Nasunuri, what's going on, man? Listen, listen. As they say in the hood now in these days, life has been lifing. Life but has let's been just lifing. go ahead and yes, it has. But let me just go ahead and just run down things real fast. You know what uh-huh. I like to do. Okay, yep. if you go on the Late Night Flight podcast on IG, I just put out a couple of uh, New York Fashion Week episodes where I've been talking to some models. That's all, just talking to some models. You're going to see the one with Dougie Doug and Malik Yoba next week, th- this upcoming Monday, you know, because life been life. And I haven't been able to be as consistent with the posting as I would like to right now with the job that I have. I got to sell these mobiles and I've been doing my thing with and I've been seeing what the check looked like, and I got I gotta focus on that a little bit. But anyway, that's been happening, okay. And then where is my phone? Because I want to show something. Because I am doing a lot of projects coming up. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad, Dante, because I'm, I'm like I'm getting busy on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting busy on you, and I want to be here as much as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? And I and I, and I plan to be. But I just want to show I just want to show people something. I mean, I wanted to show people something because I want people to know that I'm serious about the things that I do. So if you see what this is, I can't show you everything, but this is a contract, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is a distribution contract. Okay. And I'm not even telling you or saying that it's going to be the show that I want it to be. They're pushing me to do what I'm doing right now. Like, so they like, yo, why don't you just piece this running gun stuff together? It's basically what I wanted to do in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Before I started thinking about actually doing a show inside, but um, I just thought it would be easier to do a show inside because you know, it's hard to be running around everywhere, honestly. Like I need some stuff where I could just bring people to me and make a show out of that, uh, uh, you know, a late night show out of that. But people want me to do the running gun stuff, piece it together and they want to distribute it and help me get paid four times a year, a quarterly or a quarterly thing. Uh, we'll talk more about it behind the scenes, Dante, because I ain't going to hold you. I'm going to keep it real America. You know, the, the contract that they want to split is kind of like disrespectful a little bit. I mean, the late night flight is producing most of this and willing to promote most of this. So I understand that they're willing to help with promotion as far as making sure we get views. But at the end of the day, we're doing the leg work. We're doing the arm work. We're doing the interview work. We're doing the editing, you know, so it is, we just got to get that stuff together, but I'm very, very grateful that progression is happening and I'm not somebody that has 
20, 30, 40,000 views or 20, 30, 40,000 followers. You know what I mean? I'm just this young man from Newark, New Jersey, who works well with my homeboy from North Carolina. And man, we just trying to pick things up and make things happen. So Dante, you know, bro, I miss you, bro. Pause, you know what I'm saying? I miss you. Haven't seen you in a while, but you know what I'm over here doing, man. I'm over here trying to turn New Jersey's out. New Jersey's number one personality is coming along very strong, man. Well, of course, that's why I haven't been worried at all. I know what you're doing. So I'm like, you know, it's work is being done. So, you know, when the time comes, we get to shoot the shit, then we'll shoot the shit. You know, but outside of that, you know, and of course, you know, I've been following, um, sharing, double tapping, you know, emoji, emoji emojiing, if that's a, if that's a term, but, you know, I, I know you're working. That's why I'm not worried about it. Not worried about it at all. Um, as far as for those who's listening, go ahead and do us a solid. Be sure to, you know, like, share, comment, subscribe, because yeah, we about to talk about some stuff and I'm really not in the mood to hold back anything. So yeah, this seeming like it's going to be one of those. Um, Uh yeah, that's, that's just, that's just the mood I have, you know, Uh let's just lower the filter setting. Just, just a little bit, just a little little bit, Okay, just a little bit, not quite all the way there, but yeah, y'all be sure to share this. We are um in the has the purpose of finishing strong. I want to finish season two uh by the end of this year, 150. Okay. So That's we got right. about this is episode 130. So we got 20 episodes. Um, and I want to be sure that it finished strong. And yeah, so I'm I'm gonna turn the filter down just a little bit, but I want to make sure this is still a, a good, solid, you know, well-rounded show. Right. But with all that being said, Pichal is technically here, but he's not here. But okay. uh, he'll he'll hop in when he hops in. But I wanted to go ahead and get your opinion because something very big happened. Very big, uh, probably in the last few days or so. Um, Arby Graham dropped the album for all the dogs. Uh, that's, that's Drake, for those who did not know. But Drake dropped his album and it is causing um a lot of talk but not necessarily the talk that you would expect to have around a drake project after he drops so if you will you know it's since it's been a while so right, right. Nasir okay the greatest senior badger that ever lived that is you true and all the aka's the the congo yes. connors and all of them drake yes. just dropped so uh-huh. i'm gonna let you Break yeah. it down, and then okay. in classic late night flight fashion, we're gonna oh, see how many it. flights yes. that this project for all the dog has received. So mm-hmm. you're off the leash. Let's go. What's up, Drake? Dropped. What do you think? Two flights. <laughs> <laughs> Two flights. Let's let's just go ahead into it. Two let's flights. Let's just get man. right into it. Yep. Listen. First of all, um, look. First of all, I want people to understand the angle where I'm taking this from though. I'm taking this from an angle of 50 years of the greatest music genre that has been a part of me and Dante's culture, hip hop. All right. And I don't know about you, Dante, but I know about you, but I'm just saying it like this because I'm, I'm speaking for myself for a second, even though we both love hip hop and we love the 50 year anniversary of hip hop. Yo, what is your feelings? And if you can just say this in two sentences for me, what is your feelings on the intro track of any artist like like let's so let's say if you managed an artist 
and they had their first, like the first song on a on a joint. Like, how does that need to be in your mind? In your in your opinion, that is the most important track of the project because that sets the tone for what you're about to hear. Yo. So again, like I've been saying a hundred million years about Drake, and you know I've been saying this on my show, on your show, on our show, the late night credo. It's just been the whole thing. I've always said, let me know if I'm lying. I said, yo, I'm not calling Drake a great rapper anymore because he doesn't rap. I'm not saying he's not talented. The man is talent. He is talent. He is Jew Elvis right now. Okay. The man can make a bop and everybody drops. You're right. Like it's gonna be like that. I get that. But when it comes to making hip hop music, as far as on a rap from a rapper's angle, not like a Mary J. Blige hip hop angle or even a Bryson Tiller, just from a I know how to rap my ass off angle, that first intro almost had me shut off the whole damn thing, yo. Like this was, it was sensitivity, a man, it was Ralph Tresvent. I saw, yo, I was listening to Ralph Tresvent for at least 15 tracks. And he had the nerve to make this one of them double, some type of double streaming albums and have like 20 something tracks on it. Yep. It was Basuda. And, and I feel bad to say that because again, it's making my point stronger where I said, he is not in my top 10. Scarface, Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne, Nas, Andre 3000, Kanye West, uh, Eminem, Biggie, Pac, Jay, do you know what all of those people have in common, Dante? What what do they all have in common? They all have at least, at least, I'm going to say this one more time, at least two classic albums, yo. Two classic albums. Drake has none. No disrespect, Drake. You may put out bop after bop, but you don't have a classic album. You may have one great song or even two great songs on these albums, but you do not have a classic album at all. All 10 artists that are on my top 10, the Late Night Flights, Nassau, New Rules top 10, they all have at least, realistically, maybe one classic. You know, if, if you like Snoop Dogg and you like more of his music, you, you might pick another one out. But realistically, all of them have 1.5 classic albums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just being real about it. I mean, Big, Biggie has the greatest rap album, in my opinion, of all time. Life After Death is the greatest rap album I have ever heard in my life, all right? But Drake doesn't have any of that for me. He doesn't even have the greatest song I ever heard in my life for me. He, has, he is a great musician as far as writing, as a writer, and I respect his pen most definitely because he could write for R&B artists too. Think about The Weeknd. Think about Alicia Keys, Rihanna, Beyonce. He's done that. I'm not, I can't knock him. Seven Streeter, he's done it. He's done that. You know what I'm saying? But as a rap artist, he hasn't done it for me as a rap artist. And if this music is not considered hip-hop anymore, I don't know what to say about it because realistically, I don't know what it is then. Then what is it? You can't, this ain't necessarily pop music. It's pop music only because he's popular. But he's not, it's not pop music. It's just somebody that wants to create something new and um, it's just not hitting. Like someone that's always throwing rice to the wall and see it's going to stick, but it keeps just dragging down the wall. So that's just all I could really say about Drake album. I feel bad that I'm saying it. Oh yeah, and the album cover sucks. It sucks. Like it just screams, it screams 
difficult Gen Z child. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. Like, what is this drawing about? Like, I get it. Like, it's cheap as hell. It didn't cost you nothing. I get it. But Drake, you're like the hundred million dollar man when it comes to rap. Like, I, yeah, like, I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't like what's going on. You know what I'm saying? At least the thing about Jay-Z that I still appreciate when he makes music is that it's themed. He's going to start with that. That intro, if you want to do from a, a scale of zero being really bad at 10 being good, all of his intro joints are seven and better. You, you go ahead and go listen to the tracks your damn self. Seven or better. Like when he puts the intro, it get, it sets, like, like you said in the beginning, it sets the tone, it sets the table for everything you about to have for the rest of this album, whether it's good or bad. And usually when it's Jay-Z, it's, it's, it's good at best. No, no, it's actually really good at best. But you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's not that good, it's still like, it's, this is good. This is really good. Like, um, what was that album? Blueprint 2 was like, yo, that's a really good album. Was it great? No, but it was really effing good. Though. Really good. Yeah, that's yes. All I, I got to say about that, you know what I'm saying? Drake, two flights, that's all. Two flights. P. Shaw was up in the building. P. Shaw, have you heard the, because um, th this is like a moment of history. They're like, oh, now he's one away from, from, uh, Michael Jackson's record of number ones. So, you know, this is supposed to be like a really big thing for him. Uh, and he, he, all throughout the album, you know, he's made a couple mention of I'm one away from Mike uh, with some very questionable bars. Uh, but again, Drake is not really a rapper like that. So, peace, y'all. First of all, welcome. What's up, man? Good to see you. And uh, have you heard this Drake album? And if so, what do you think about it? Well, I, I've heard four um, songs on it. That's about you all know, you needed to hear. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Four, four <laughs> songs on it. And uh, of course, they was the ones, I guess, you know, that from what I heard was the best ones on there, right? So, you know, still, I just didn't feel the time. I had the time. Because the people I was listening to, it was my godbrothers, some of my cousins, whatever. And they listened to it. But even they said it took them three times to listen to it. Said the first time they was like ah, uh, sixth time they was like okay, and one of them is a Drake head. So by the third, but I said yo, how are you a Drake fan like that? And it took you three times to really get into it. So I mean, you know, like like for me the four the four songs I heard they were straight for what they were. You know, of course, you know, like I said, I probably I wanted him to repeat Cole. You know, what I mean, I was like yo, let, let, let's say that J Cole again. Put, you know, put him back on. I wasn't even calling it Drake song no more at that point. I was like, yo, put that, put that J. Cole back on. So that, that song that <laughs> he, Drake is making history. Drake yeah. is the first person in history to be a feature on his own album. Um, I'll just put it that way. That's, that's how I feel about that. Hey, hey, I, I mean, you know, I mean, I can't, you know, I can't say you wrong. And sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta take it for what it is. I mean, like, you know, Cole has no features on his albums, but murders everybody on every feature that he gets. And um, and I know this is a Drake situation, but you know, I'm gonna shout out Cole, like like we said last time, representing the Carolinas point blank. Period. Of course, of but, course. Um, you know, but, th but 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 that's North Carolina bias aside. You right. know, I'm, I'm gonna put my right. North Carolina right. bias right. aside. Right. Right. right, right, And and just but actually go with with yeah, but it's nice. But it is nice. But yeah. Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it really, really quickly. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to turn the filter down just a little bit. Um, I've never been a Drake fan, but at the same time, I listen to any and all types of music. Like, you know, um, 
and I will listen to everything with the same ear that I listen. You know, I, I don't have a biased ear. I put it that way. So like, if you're talented, you can get all the credit in the world and you get all the flowers in the world for being as talented. Now, Drake is without a doubt a, an, an amazingly talented man. Uh, and he's basically created the hip hop. If you want to still call it hip hop, he created the sound that we hear today. The, the crooning, not singing, but kind of singing type thing. And the hip hop. Yeah. Hip. Yeah. Hip hop. That's what we call it. Hip hop. E-O-P. Hip bop. Hip- but uh, if if that's another word for trash, cool. All right. So what do we call it that? All right. Drake to me is you 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 hinted at something. See, that's why we're cousins. You hinted at something. And this is exactly where I'm gonna go with it. You say he's Jew Elvis. And I'm just gonna say it like this. He is Elvis. He's Elvis. And I mean that in every sense of the word. You have a particular person who comes into a culture that's not necessarily his, finds some measure to identify with it, profit from it, profit off it, leech off it, and then continues to leave it by the wayside. I'll just say it that way. Um, I really question, I I, I question uh, one his commitment to the culture that made him what made him. And I say that because for the last few albums, now in the last couple of years, he put out like four albums, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And just to make sure that I have my uh, journalistic integrity, I want to just to make sure, let, let me just make sure that I got that right. Um, Yes, yes. He has certified lover boy, her loss. Um, honestly, never mind. And and this one for all the dogs in the last couple of years. About four albums in four years. So basically one a year. Um, and that's of course including the 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 collaborative album with 21 Savage. And every last one of them has gone further and further away from actual hip hop. Now, why I'm not surprised. I've seen this coming from ever since the beginning when there was a particular comment he made because everyone was like Drake and Kendrick, Drake and Kendrick, Drake and Kendrick at that time when they was kind of doing their subs and stuff like that at each other. Um, After Kendrick Lamar's control verse where he basically was like, this is hip hop and I'm, I'm, all y'all, my niggas, we are, you know, I got the utmost respect for y'all, but it's hip hop and I'm coming for everybody's throats. And Drake gave that sensitive response. It was like, well, he makes music for Compton. I make music for the world. And that's basically his stance. He stood on that. And I can respect that. Then at the same time, I put him in that same light as a Justin Bieber. Why? Because you come into the culture, you profit off the culture, you're elevated from the culture, and then when it no longer suits you, you leave it. Drake is for the streets. Whatever, and just watch the pattern, and this has been his pattern forever. Longevity is his game. He wants to stay as relevant for as long as he possibly can, so his recipe for success is, I will latch myself on whatever is hot at the moment. So if you are a hot artist, you're going to see Drake around them. If they are hot 
for whatever, for societal reasons, for cultural reasons, for whatever the reason, if you are a wave and you are hot, I'm going to latch myself onto you. Gucci gets out of jail, and next thing you know, Drake is hanging around Gucci Mane. I ain't know y'all had a relationship like that. Okay, we look on this album. What does Drake have to do, and why are you in the same room recording the same song with Sexy Red? Why are you two... You know what I'm saying? Why, why is there a a <laughs> why is there a monologue and audio excerpts from Kevin Durant and Kai Sinat? Like, wh- what is this? But I'm gonna say all of this because you said he's Jew Elvis, and that's exactly what I look at him as. Just you are Jewish, and you are using those same tactics that has been used to profit off of a culture that you really don't care to be a part of because with all of this success of you just wanting to be as popular as you possibly can be, you have yet, as of now, as long as you've been a part in profiting from this culture, you have yet to say or do anything that shows that you actually stand up for the culture. You know what I'm saying? So after all that, just seeing that, the album just seems like one big popularity type thing. Just exactly look at me. I'm trying to be like whatever is hot right now. And the best criticism I've seen comes from his best frenemy, Joe button, where it was like, when I look at your peers, I look at Kendrick Lamar. I look at J Cole. Cause those are the big three that, that everyone is compared to Kendrick Lamar, Drake, J Cole. Those are the, those are the only three people have really cared about for the last 15 to 20 years. Those three, their names are always been intertwined. When you look at how their music, their skill, their talent has evolved. You look at Drake, you don't see evolution. You damn near see regression because as they get older and, and they deal with what, whatever messages they give, you can listen to K-Dot when he first hit the scene. He's not the same K-Dot from his last project. You listen right. to a J. Cole when he first hit the scene. He's Bro. not the same Bro. J. Cole. But when you listen to Drake, he sounds exactly like the Drake that you heard when when the best I ever had. I'll put it. I don't know if that's like the first record that really hit it, but all of this sounded like a best I ever had. I did a rundown. Like, what is the theme of and the message of this song? Every last one of these songs were just like, okay, this girl dubbed me. This girl did something to me. And yeah, and now I'm salty about it. I'm like, how salty can you be? Like, how salty can you be? You know? But if I were to give it a flight, and I'll just end it. If I were to give it a flight, you get one flight for at least being Drake. But... Um, not like I was expecting much from it, but I was just disappointed to the fact that, oh, this is what, like, this is what you do. And, but it's not so much of I'm doing this for the culture. This is, I'm doing this for the numbers. I'm doing this for the stats. I'm doing this because I'm going to please, and I'm going to reach a particular audience. That's going to buy this anyway, just because I am Drake. And I'm just going to play that game. And I believe that he's left the culture behind long ago. Mm. That's it. Yeah. I mean, he's a vocalist now. He's a vocalist. Yes. 
Same way Frank, Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, Michael Bublé, he's a vocalist at this point. He just gets to do it in a hip-hop form. And with that being said, I just wanted to just say, uh, I just want to just leave some poetry for you guys. Um, I know, but they knew it. Black man made it, but he can't own the music. Tyler Perry tried to, wait, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. I, I got a poem for you guys. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's deep. It's deep. Here we go. I know, but they knew it. Black man made it, but he can't own the music. Tyler Perry tried to buy black. They ain't do it. <laughs> black entertainer, but I'm owned by the Jewish. And this is how it goes. And this is how it goes. You know what I mean? And, and, and the greatest Jew in hip-hop history gets to be like, yo, I'm better than this. And I own my shit. And, and it's crazy because what you, I just want to say this one thing, and I'm getting out the way. Because you said something that I don't agree with, Dante. But, but I understand why you said it. When you said, I, I respect Drake's decision to say my music is for the world and Drake is just for Compton. Again, Kendrick Lamar is not a Compton rapper. If you want to like no. on some streets, he's a podcast rapper. So what I dislike, now it's not from you, but right. because the people really do believe how Drake is thinking. My thing is this, last time I checked in the 90s, the best music didn't have to be the music that was in the club. Right. It was the music that just had attitude and feeling, period. Yep. That was that. F the Police by NWA was not something that was going to get played in the club, but it was so good, it got played in the club. That is what hip-hop is. It is a revolt against the systematic ways of America. It's like this song wasn't even supposed to be here, but because we all got a piece of it and we love it, it's here now. That's what Kendrick Lamar brings to the table. To be honest, and I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan, but J. Cole also brings that to the table. Drake does not. And I can't call this man a rapper anymore until he starts to do it. He will not be in my top 10 until he does it consistently. And that's all I got to say about no, it. Yo, yeah, so I, I believe he doesn't care. I don't think he cares about being called a rapper. But at the same time, you know, on social media, he's been taking shots and talking real spicy to a lot of these people who's given reviews and stuff. But I absolutely agree with your disagreement as far as um, his perspective on the music he makes versus the music that K dot makes because I would argue was especially especially in our culture the music and what Kendrick Lamar brings to the table is way more impactful because it's not just look at me have make a song with this popular artist that's popular at the moment and look at me as a 36 year old man still making music like I'm still an 18 year old teenager trying to figure out life and wondering why this girl did me wrong it's like you've been doing this for 20 years now i understand you think or well i'm not the one to say what you believe will work or not work because you're drinking you have what i know you have particular resources that allows you to do what you do um and it's also when i look at your two your the two peers in this the k dots and the j coles we see that they are for their people and the culture. And you also see that Drake is for his people and his culture. And your poem sums it up amazingly because I don't see a black man when I see Drake. I see a Jewish man because the way he moves, 
the way he conducts himself as he profits from a culture that is not his shows me a Jewish man. And this air of arrogance that I am just better than you and these these spicy, sassy, feminine shots and, <laughs> and, and attacks and all this type of stuff he's been doing, like... Um, of course I follow the Joe Button podcast. And, you know, Joe Button basically said, this music doesn't sound mature. I need you to be mature. You're 36 years old. Why are you continue talking about you met this 21-year-old in the club? This well, here's what I will say to that, if I may. What I will say to that is that is the thing that has him here for 20 years, talking about Drake, because relationship topics have been relevant for these last 20 years, especially these last seven on an internet level. Yes. That is what people just want to talk about, whether they're you don't have to even be a, um, what you call that, like an actual educator when it comes to relationships. You don't even got to have that type of level of experience. Just have an opinion on it. That's just where we're at right now. And Drake is doing that type of podcast rapping where it's just about the dilemmas of relationships. And, yes, he's been doing that since the Marvin's Room and Best I Ever Had and all that. But what I will say about those first three albums, he did rap at least 80% of the album. He gave you one Pop joint like um that Rihanna joint. No, you weren't because you know he that? had to. But no, I'm like, just saying like yeah. what he did was rapped a lot and then gave you one of those house music kid bop joints that he made that was fire. You know what I'm saying? And I like that balance when he give you one of those, the one of those. You know what I mean? One of those Mary J. Blige hip hop mashup joints, and then most of it be the rapping. Now right. it's just full on mashup vocalist stuff. And it's, it's, it's like, yo, when he crooned the first fucking song, I yep. said, are you kidding me? Are you? Yo, bro, you crooned every week. We know what you, you don't have to do this. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. When that intro played, now the first maybe 20 seconds of it, you know, he's kind of talking, little statements here and there. Uh, you know, the music was like, oh, oh, nah, he's okay. I If the anticipation that was created there, okay, y'all playing with my name i'm this this one's for all the dogs i'm about to you know i'm about to go off you know getting that old like, bag as he said and Did after you? that 25 seconds the first thing you did was hmm, nope nope i said i know what this is about to be this ain't all my dog this all I my said, i know what this is about to be all my <laughs> come to the front all my chihuahuas come to the front Yep. All my Yorkies come to the front. Like this is all my shit suits come to the front. This is for you. And that is what people are saying the real meaning of. It's like y'all had the wrong dog in mind. Y'all thinking pit, bulldog, rot rollers. Nah, bring, bring them shit suits, them Yorkies. Oh. Them, them, them boodles. Those are the dogs that he's talking about. All and, my incubators, uh, all of them, yo. All the incubators. Yeah, but honestly, fuck. I've had more entertainment from him going back and forth with various people on social media than listening to the actual. I listened to it and then I took it out of my phone after I, I gave it one good playthrough. Yeah. Um, what I did, I kept the first person shooter track with J. Cole and I just kept J. Cole's part and then I just ended the song there. It's just but, bad because this is where we at. This is this is in a lot of I mean in at least ninety percent of people in around the world. This is the best rapper in the world to them, and yeah. he's get, he's got to be the best rapper in the world because of popularity, not because of talent, not because of the skill in the music. I mean, he has the skill. Do a conversation about it. He has the skill set to be a top 
rap artist, in my opinion. He just he just he utilize it for well, you're supposed to utilize it for your own game, but but it's no contribution to hip hop. Like there hasn't been no real contribution to hip hop the last six albums, and he's been able to like rush these albums because because of this streaming era crap. He, like yeah, I just ah man, he's just not a good rap, just not a good rap artist right now, and it's sad because it takes away from Kendrick Lamar and J Cole and what they have evolved and what they have been because they are in my in my mind the Tupac and Biggie of today, and we don't even get to cherish it the way we do because Drake just gets to just. Be in his living room playing with his kid and, and and he put that on instagram and that's that's the album that's it that's all we're going to talk about next week and i don't drake get... tupac and bell biv devoe yo it's crazy um, I, can't wait, I can't wait for fat drake though wait if he do be like elvis <laughs> imagine fat drake yo oh i can't wait for fat drake with the hook part but just mad chunky oh my yeah. god look at like oh my god he'll be heavy d if he pause but if he calls the album heavy d <laughs> And he was up being. Hey, you could expect part. a lot of sass from that one. There'll be a lot of sass on that one. Yo, first song. <laughs> first song sass. a lot of sass. A lot of sass. A lot of sass. Sass. And he's gonna have a mulatto on it as a feature because he always got to link on somebody to be relevant. But like I said, just with all this, with when Afrobeat started to become the wave, what did he do? Release a house Afrobeat album. So that's just the type of dude he is. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I know he's going to be just fine without my, you know, with or without my measly old opinion. But honestly, I feel the same way about him that I do about Jada Pinkett Smith. Just if I never, if I never hear from you ever again, I will be just fine. Because I'm about tired of fucking Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> just, the next report that I hear about Jada is going to be like, She's going to reveal that she actually never met Will Smith at all. <laughs> Something like that. Although, Just... although Jada, Jada with her jawline right now, what's going on with her? Like, 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 if she get that skeleton look right now, she does look like Skeletor and Cersei from Game of Thrones. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's real evil right now, yo. She looking real evil. Looking Honestly, real... I feel like there's some sort of meter within her. It was like, you know what? It's is it's time and whatever <laughs> that is for it's time then she comes out because all right of course we're talking about you know the uh, they've been separated for the last seven eight years or whatever so so now we're we going back and we're like oh so Lies. he slapped old dude for nothing right, so nothing. He, he did that for nothing so that was an act so now once again i have to golf clap to nasu naru because he called this he said this was a vix mcmahon wwe move and come to find out that it actually was a WWE move. This was this was scripted. This was it was like this is good shit. It's entertainment. Baby. So it's sports entertainment. Absolutely, this is yeah. sports entertainment. But I mean, I ain't here to talk about you. Like I, I promise. It was like um, I'll say like this thoughts and prayers because you know I'm 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 trying to get my spirit right, but um. <laughs> I still got some things to work on because things and people just just annoy me. But okay, so the the big topic. Speaking of Jews, um, I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be the one. I may not even make it to 150. Um, 
of course, everyone is aware of the conflict that's going on over there in the Middle East between Israel and Palestine. Um, now, this isn't a recent thing. This goes back um, almost 100 years, not quite, but but about about 70 years or so. And I just wanted to get you guys just take as far as have you followed it? Um, just different opinions. Of course, now the main part of the conversation is basically pick a side, pick a side. Who, who do you stand with? Um, and like I said, of course, my filter is going to be turned down just a little bit. So like I said, I, I don't know if we're going to make it to 150 after this one, but um, <laughs> come on now. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just good. There, there's a reason why I correlated these two topics together in this, <laughs> just because <laughs> the way particular groups are able to basically um, use leverage that others don't have to basically colonize things. So you already know what I stand there, but peace y'all. What's up, man? Um, The Israel and Palestine conflict that's going on. Uh, First question. Have you heard about it? Have you followed it? And if you have, what are your thoughts on it? We're going to start there, but then I'm going to ask them some questions. I'm just trying to, break this down a little bit well of course you know i'm not i'm not a political person i don't really you know of course you know i'm not on social media or anything like this so i hear things when they come across my youtube stuff but this situation because i am i am a faith person so this is a touching on those realms of spirituality when i start to think about what the bible speaks about that particular set of people I'm like, wow. And um, so my mom's talked about it and I was like, man. So the first thing my mama said was, do you see how many children they've killed? And that that automatically, you know, put a put a nerve, you know, an aggravating itch to me. So I was like, all right, let me see what you're talking about, mama. So mama, my mama let, let me see her phone. And I was like, ain't no way, you know. And the reason behind it is the same reason why Russia did it to Ukraine, because you can. And... I asked somebody um, today, actually, you know, that's like if I'm talking to you, Dante, or if I, or if I said it to you now, it's like, what's the difference between Chris and Shelby? Two different schools. Well, what's the difference? Two different schools. They in the same county. They in the same city. You speak the same language. So what's the fight? What are they fighting for? You know what I'm saying? Because if a Palestinian, Palestinian and an Israelite were to walk past you, you would not be able to distinguish the two. Same thing with Russia and the Ukraine. If you would not be able to distinguish the two, because they speak in the same language, they look the same. So what are you fighting for? Because at the end of the day, y'all y'all are walking on holy ground. Like, really? Like, so I'm reading the scripture about it. You know, it's in it's in um, Revelations. It's speaking about war against God's people. You know, and I I'm 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 at distraught of words to even just try to figure out like what the main issue is because of course we'll never really know because we're not there you know we just we're just hearing about it on the news we'll never really know um whether they doing it for the sake of power um you know it's just like why like why and then you got so many militants um going around killing at will um this is actually different than what we seen a few months ago with russia and ukraine because they at least tried even though they was bombing hospitals and stuff too I've seen footage. These militants are actually, oh, your kid, they actually are a hundred rounds on these kids. And it's like, really? 
like you know, hundred rounds. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. You I'm know, sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, I'm sorry. Pause. Pause. It's too. too you, not on this. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, it, it it really had me in inside like my feelings to the point like man, I you know I really feel bad for him because you know I I know guys not guys not pleased with half the stuff we're doing it, but you know even over here in America as trash as we are in America, we're not saying hey. You know, it'd be what it'd be blacks versus whites or, you know, the black culture versus white culture. You know what I mean? Are we going to go out and do that same thing? Because what it looks like is everybody who's of power, who can do it, they're doing it. And it's kind of like I got three kids that's in the same household. You know, I have more than that, but I got three in the same household. If the oldest doing it, she can get away with it. So on and so on. They feel like they're going to get away with it if they can. And I feel like, you know, that's what's going on over there in those other foreign countries that's not here. So I thank God. These are one of the situations why that now I said before. He said, "Hey, am I happy that I'm American? Uh, but would I rather be over there or over here? You know what I'm saying? So you know we here. So you know, so thankfully you know we don't have that issue. But yeah, that that really had me bothered for real. What's up, Nas? I have a few things I want to say. What's up? First, I want to just say. America, fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know what the, like I know what's going on, but can 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 CNN just take a take a videotape and follow me to to work while I'm catching an Uber to work and and hustling hard to sell these mobiles so I can have a bunch of money in my pocket so I can go ahead and buy some cameras and go do my running gun stuff with the late night flight and I can show another contract peace all you wasn't here I wanted to show a contract I had but I'm just saying all right I'm an Israelite I'm a Palestinian I'm out here busting my ass right now why nobody ain't following me around America man that's the only reason why, you know, T-R-U-M-P make a point sometimes. Sometimes. I ain't saying I'm down with it. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I get it. Here's something, and everything you said, Peshaw, was cool except one thing. See, I don't agree with the Israelites and the Palestinians looking alike because they're not. See, Hamas is the, well, I want to say Palestinians, but let's say they are the Palestinians Antifa. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. They are this Muslim band that the United States, the European Union, and a few other European countries, even a couple too. I believe uh, the UAE, I believe that's the name of that country, and another country are against Hamas and against mm. what they do. But uh, like any other great uh, Muslim country, they have Muslim countries that's down with them, Syria. Lebanon, they have a couple of those countries that's like, oh, no, nah, we, we down with the Hamas and whatever they do, we'll, we'll fund them and let them do what they do. Afghanistan, Iran. So here's the thing. I'm going to just be like, I hate to act like I'm Mr. Smarty Pants, but I'm going to just put on my, uh, I wish I had a sleuth jacket. Remember Carmen Sandiego when we was kids, y'all? That was yep. my game show. Yep. And when you win the game, you get to turn into a sleuth, you get the blue jacket, you be like, yeah, yo, I know, I know my countries. Yep. I don't know if y'all know this, uh, P. Shaw. I don't know if you know this, Dante, but do y'all know that the Gaza Strip in Palestine is basically in the middle of Israel? Mm. Smack right, dab I'm, in the middle. Like, listen, I'm I'm from a small town called New Jersey, okay? And there's another small town in New Jersey called Hoboken. Hoboken, 
is the party white town of New Jersey, okay? That's a fun place to be if you're white. I mean, if you, even if you're black, it's going to have a good time, but then you're going to realize, like, damn, it's only three of us. You know what I'm saying? But the point I'm making is there are black people that live in Hoboken. There is a Hoboken project. And guess where it's set up at, y'all? In the middle of Hoboken. Because that is quicker for cops to get to that ass when everything's just act up and act awry. And that's what's happening right now. What you talked about with Russia and Ukraine, Russia is doing that shit because they can do that shit. That's it. They're not really supposed to do that shit, but they like, you know what? Suck one. We doing that shit. We want this territory. We want this land. Who going to really stop us? You can sanction us. We got our own money. It don't matter. I'm going to run these. That's it. You're going to be our culture. You got this little fake half Russian culture going on. We ain't with it. That's like the French want to go ahead and take back Haiti. It's like, yo, y'all kind of, what, what, Creole ain't nothing but nigga French to them. They can just go Basically. back over and shoot everything up and be like, nah, y'all French again. This is what's happening now with Israel and the Palestinians. These are Jewish people that speak Hebrew. Hebrew isn't Islamic. It sounds alike, but it's not alike. And the Israelites that's over there in Israel are more Orthodox Jew than just Larry David Jew, Okay. They have a way about themselves, and that dude, Nadiyatu or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, look, he was on CNN, like, yeah, well, listen, it's going down, it's war, and that's it. Because they know they can do it. They saying that this is our holy land. And you may have some Jews that say, like, I don't feel what Nadiyatu and all them guys are doing. And it's like, well, we don't care what you think. You're in America anyway. We going to take this over. And the only thing I'm going to say about America, where P. Shaw may be right, but I'm scared. We've seen Russia dominate Ukraine. We're watching Israel dominate the Hamas. Any day now. Where's my, where's my watch? Mm-hmm. Time is ticking. He prophesying now, now. We don't know whenever white America may just jump up and be like, it's time. That's what I'm scared about. Yep. Because realistically, who's going to help us? Exactly. That's that exactly where I wanted to go. We should be scared of this shit a little bit. A little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. It's like, we're going to have to keep having sex with white women until they just get the point. Okay? But realistically, that sh- can happen to us. We already doing it in small, small, like, like individual doses. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, Floyd, Sandra Bland, Philip, Felipe, but Phil, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and it happens in each state because, again, there's black people in each state. There's just small litters of us, but we're in each state. They're trying to find a way to push us in. If they had, yo, if white people had it their way, bro, we would all live in Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We will- Live in the middle of America where they can surround us if we ever act the f- up, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, LeBron, I know you dropped 80 points. Get your nigger ass back on the plane and go to Kansas. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? If they had it their way, they would have us on the plantation in the middle of Kansas. And here's the funny thing about it. Black people, we would want that. <laughs> you know what I'm we like, man, yeah. we don't want to be around y'all. We don't yeah. want this. We want our own thing going on anyway. They like, sure, take your ass to Atlanta. The more y'all go to Atlanta, like, that's what I be telling people about Atlanta. Like, oh, yo, Atlanta, that's the black talent. Yo, that's true, it is. But surrounding that, sh- 
It's a bunch of Cody Rhodes ass white people, okay? Slow it down. Slow it down. Yeah, it's a bunch of hood mother in rally. Oh, yeah. Watch yourself around all those small mountain creek borough towns y'all got in that in that great state of North Carolina. All right, exactly. All right, you just gotta watch. I'm in Newark. Newark is in the middle of all the white people living everywhere. Watch yourself. Niggas don't live in Rochester, New York. They live in Queens. They live in Brooklyn. They live in Staten Island. Okay. They got you surrounded. And, and black people ain't even trying to live out the projects. They will have an $80,000 a year job in New York and still live in the projects because it's too damn expensive. They got you surrounded. They know where you at. It's power every day. And I'm talking about the TV show. That's how we live. We live like power every day. So that's just what I think about the Israelites and the Palestinians or Hamas, more importantly. It's Israel just letting Hamas, letting the Palestinians know, like, you know what, yo? It's our town. This our town, and we got the blessing from the United Nations in America. Matter of fact, you know we down with America. America already gave reparations. You know what I'm saying? We got the blessing. Y'all die. Y'all going down, and we don't even need nobody help. We're not even going to ask the USA and other countries for help. We like you're here. You know what I'm saying? And we're all of this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah, well, this, this may take us four weeks, but we'll get this cleaned up. Don't worry. Mm. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start it, which I absolutely agree with everything because right. both of you guys are absolutely right. I'm just gonna say this. As me being who I am, what I believe. Fuck Israel. And this is why I say that. Um This is why I say that. Now for us growing up. And what we grew up in, grew up in church, dove in the scriptures, we dove in the word of God. We we understand the spiritual significance of understanding that, you know, the the nation of Israel is is the the chosen people of God. That's in his word. But there's one problem. The state of Israel, that's not who was in the Bible. Those aren't those Thanks. people. Facts. The creation of the state of Israel, and I, I and I I made sure that let me read up on some things. I joke with my wife all the time about I read articles about whatever as I say the most outlandish things to her. And I'm like, well, I read an article that said, it. and she'd be like, now nah, you full of it, but it's fine. It's our little thing. But this time, I actually read some articles and some things. Let's let's let me get the history because of what I have heard and how it is presented in everyday media and propaganda and stuff about who they are and why we we see that they are extremely protected because in recent history we've seen say for example Kyrie Irving what happened there to just and where just the the slightest even misunderstanding or or misconstrued information and you are brought to your knees in submission the people when we look in the bible and we understand that you know the the israelites the the people of god who god led and who were left in the wilderness and and all of those things that we hear about um that's not who's over there right now having a conflict with palestine 
matter of fact, the is it Ashinazi, Ashinazi, whoever started it, who created the Zionists, because that's basically what they are, the Zionist people over there, they don't believe in God. They're actually they're atheists over there. What they did, they said that a good way to fast track people's acceptance of us creating our own sovereign state is to can I, we're not going to make it to 150 y'all I'm sorry we won't make it to 150 basically they did what black people know white people to do is we're going to take some stuff we're going to misconstrue it and we're going to make it work for our purpose according to the Torah and the Jewish law and decree, they say they we aren't even allowed to create a sovereign state because it is forbidding for us to create a sovereign state. But these this sect of Jews decided to do it anyway because it's not a religious state, it's a nationalist state. It is because I am Jewish, we are XYZ123 ABC. And we will use the religious perspective, the religious image and propaganda to solidify that. So you cannot oppose us without being a quote unquote enemy of God, even though they themselves do not believe in a God. Matter of fact, they hate God in their books and teachings called the Talmud. They have specific um, instances and passages in their text that talks about killing Jesus and wishing and praying that he will be boiling in a bowl and pool of excrement. Y'all know what that is. These aren't the people we we thought they were, what we were told they were to be. This is the history. 1948, they said, okay, we after... Everyone's fleeing and being scattered from the atrocities they've suffered from World War II, from Nazi Germany, so on and so forth. They said, we believe that Palestine is our holy land. We want to go home. This is, according to ancient scriptures, this is our land. We want to go there. The problem is Palestine, even though it was Israel at one point, you know, kingdoms come, kingdoms go, this, that, and the third. But there's people that's already been there for hundreds of years. Unfortunately, you have been scattered, but you said, but this is our home. Well, you want to come home. And basically what y'all did was colonize Palestine because, hey, we feel like God said this is our home. So we're going to take it. And the people that's there, that's like, nah, we've been here. We've always been here. This has been our home. But okay, Fine, they, they come to a compromise. Okay, well, you can come here and sell it here. You get a piece of Pal what's now known as Palestine. You get a piece of that, and we'll try to work out some compromise. But no, they didn't come here to compromise because this is ours. You don't even belong here. And we're going to continue again to use the Bible, the Torah, to justify why we are literally going to ethnically cleanse you and put you out of this land. So over the course of 70 years, what was a majority Palestinian uh, country and state, now they are in what's called an open-air prison. 
to where the most rural, the most resources have been reduced, depleted, the most depleted areas, they're now relegated to. They have zones that, that Gaza Strip, as you said, is right there in the middle and it's right there in a nice little sec and it's literally surrounded by everything else. They have over 300 checkpoints that they got to get through just, just to be able to travel from here to there. They'd have no control. And finally, they say, okay, we're getting tired because what was once in good faith, you now continue to break those international laws, the the agreements that we initially created for us to collaborate and live in some sort of harmony situation here you continually break those and you continue to take land and you continue to brutalize and treat us as subhuman because you literally believe we are subhuman as i've seen about four videos of just like everyday life in palestine and when you see uh a zionist jew walking they literally have the ability to look at you spit at you as they continue because you're you're less than to them and right. you look at that and i'm on i'm sorry i i couldn't look at that and make a distinct correlation to black folk i mean the only thing i was well see i don't want to I get it, because I actually said it like that too, but I was saying it more of in a ge geographical way. This is more about populace, population. Uh -huh. There's more Jewish people there than the Muslim people that are there. So the but it Jewish wasn't like that before. Right, no, no. Like, yeah. no, we, we, no. I understand the history that you, that, you, that you put out there. I'm with you on that. I'm just talking about what it is right now in 2023. Mm -hmm. Israel is the circle. And Palestine is the dot that's in the middle. Well, more like on the left side where the Gaza Strip is at, well, by, the, by, the, by, the, by the ocean, by the coast. But still, you're surrounded. And they're just like, you know what? They woke up one day and said, screw it. This place needs to be Jewish. And they just, this is what they're doing. And they're like, well, listen, if you don't like the Israelite stuff that we got going on, why aren't you going to Syria? Why aren't you going to UAE? And I guess that's where it's the whole... Why don't you go back where you come from on that black people stuff? But unlike our situation in America, no one brought those good people there to Palestine. They was already there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, again, it's more of we understand that this is your hood in a sense. But you guys are not even really, like, the way they look at Jesus, talking about the, the Jewish people, they don't believe in the special power Jesus that. No. Nope. Let's say Not other enough. people. That's what it is that they fight against. They like Jesus of Nazareth was just a man. And with the Muslims, you know, they like, yeah, Jesus was a man. We, we follow Muhammad. He's the prophet of prophets. And even for them, like the Jewish and the Muslim, that's already a disagreement. So now they're in Crusades War. This is the Crusades War all over again for them. It's like we killing and converting. And when you kill the kids, you know what you're doing. It's like when you when you blow up an ant farm and you're dealing and you blow up the larvae, you're messing with the next generation. That's what they're trying to do. They're just lessening the population of the uh the Hebrews and apologies of the Muslim people that are in the Gaza Strip in Palestine. That's what they're doing. And the reason why I screamed and said America F yeah, because I can't pay attention to it. I have to focus on the stuff that I got going on right now in New Jersey. No disrespect. Last time I checked, 
And this is where America, they wish they could do this that Israel did, but their credo, no pun intended, their credo suggests that all men are created equal and blah, 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 blah. We can all live in harmony here in America, even if the white people don't agree with that. <laughs> but that's what they put here. So that's what people get to do. The immigrants that get to come from other countries, they come here and get to make a living and make an opportunity for themselves. Um, all, that's all I could say to that. Like I, I, I feel a little bit bad. Because they're trying to kick people out on some subsidiary housing. Like, yo, listen, your, your rent is up. Get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I kind of look at this like, yo, you know what? Most of them going to wind up in America anyway in the next year and a half. So it's like, just get ready. Get ready for more housing, America. Yeah, because this is the way I see it. Because honestly, what they're doing is, is literally on, on some manifest destiny type shit, basically. That's literally what they're doing. Because God said do it, so we're going to do it. But it's ironic that it's like you're saying we're doing this because God said do it, but you you don't even believe in the God. You know, it's it's literally like what is literally like, and this is why I can. This is why I make the 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 correlation with Palestinians and Black people because it's literally like slave owners using the Bible to justify why we're enslaving you and why we're treating you the way that we're treating you. But right. hold on, but Muslims, but Muslims do the same thing too, because they'll hit you with the they do the jihad because Allah told them to do X, Y, and Z. Like, like I feel like, and I say this respectfully, P Shaw, you know what I'm saying? Even in the Bible, right? They say, I don't remember the stories, you know, so many great guidelines that's in it's in the book. But I remember, and I'm paraphrasing P Shaw, so please, you know what I'm saying? You know, you can always help me. But there was a time, and I'm pretty sure this happened two or three times in the Bible, where a king of a town would tell one of the messengers or, or, or like there are other people that's in the council like, yo, we need to pray to God to see if we can go attack this pot. Do we go attack this other town? And if God gives us the okay, we're going to go ahead and do it. I always, when I read that, that type of stuff, I used to be mad at that because I'm like, well, hold on. How, not, and I'm not trying to be on the how you know if God right, said yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to go yeah. that route. It's just more of why God would say yes to that. I mean, I mean you, you don't have to take a risk. You're right, because, I mean, it's in First Kings, Second Kings, you know what I mean? First and Second Samuel, it talks about it a lot because David even would ask those questions, you know what I mean? Like, they would ask those questions and, and get an answer, you know, and, oh, well, he said go do it because he said he's going to be with us. I mean, in, in Deuteronomy, he, he's saying, hey, you know, I'll be with you, you know what I mean? So when they was going to war, many times they would ask, so – that's why that's why they had those visions. That's why they had those prophets to come in to 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 co-sign if they was telling the right. truth or not. Hey, did and you see this too? Do you believe in that? Right. You know what I'm saying? But they legitimately was like, well, the Lord said it. He co-signed for it. It's time for y'all to die. And that's crazy because that makes me think about America where it's like, well, you think George Floyd didn't pray that day or maybe yesterday or the, the, maybe the week before? You don't think this man prayed? You know what I'm saying? Like, who said this man wasn't a decent man trying to change his life and was just praying to do something better and y'all just killed this person? Who said this person wasn't trying to be on a better path? Who said right. the, the Muslims in her, that's down with Hamas, I get it, they're a militia, whatever, but who said they don't have, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me i hate to, i should have put myself on mute i'm sorry but who said that they didn't have an agenda that's going to help their culture rise up without killing people we don't know that 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that. Because you can't just be like, yo, God told me, not sure, that I'm going to be the man, not you, P. Shaw, not you, Dante, not you, Keisha, not you, KT, just me. That's that's not right, man. That ain't right. And, and that's the only thing that I disagree with Israel. But again, I'm just over here. I'm just taking this objectively, Dante, objectively. I'm just like, yo, well, geographically, they surround these Muslims. They're going to try to bust their ass. Pause. You know what I'm saying? They're going to do that. Crusader style. And are you going to get convert to Judaism or you going, you know what I mean? You know what's about to happen. And that's all I see. That's all I see. Like, realistically, a lot of us black people converted. You know what I'm talking about. We done, we converted. We done took the we done took the white man's education. We done took the white man's diction. We done took the white man's linguistics and said, "Yo, this is what it is." Yep. And you can and, have and the. That's hood. why I look at it the way that I look at it because, yeah. and I I completely agree. It isn't right, and the reason why I'm like, you know what, is, I be, and it's not even so much of me trying to reach with the correlation. It's like it's, that's literally. The same thing, different context, but it's the same thing. Whereas, like, we're going to justify a higher entity or a higher power why we're going to do what we do. But it's like, but the similarity between the both is the fact that it is not a, it is not led or okayed or, you know, motivated by any higher power. It's just y'all just saying that it is. Like, that isn't, that isn't true. And it's like where we're doing this for God. It's like, but God is not in there because you don't even believe in him. That's mm. true with that state over there. And it was also true with the white slave owners where it was like, y'all going to misconstrue, twist and use it for your own benefit, for your own right. ends. Right. And just say, well, this is what God said. But no, the God's not in that. And it is not so much. And I will say this. I, I am not in support of what Hamas has done, but they, as far as um, the extent that they've taken, the measures they've taken, as far right. as the the unaliving of innocent people, would never stand for that. But in the context of history, I do understand why they even existed. I understand why they were created, because it's like when you are an oppressed people, sooner or later, someone's going to say, you know what, I had enough of this. Right. Okay, enough's enough. So now we're going to just do whatever we need to do just to get you off of our necks. Right. And that's the extent that they take it. We look at an instance like 9-11, of course, from an American perspective, and a, a day in infamy in our history. But if you look at the context of why they did that, it was a I'm tired of what y'all have done to our nations and our land, and this is a by any means necessary of back up off me and now in now brings the convoluted nature of everything because there's right and wrong on both sides and then it's like well who's who is more right who is more wrong who deserves more blame and you got to go back long before we even were even thought of being uh in existence to understand where the conflict even comes from and it's innocent people that's being caught in the crossfire where, okay, I can understand why can't say that I'm a justified because who, who was in that building that needed to pay for the crimes that was committed against your people in your area. Nobody's it is innocent people. 
who who was the blame for the children and stuff that that you've unalived nobody that's 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 not the target that you need to go after i get it i get it so the retaliation in the war is going to be between two two political powers where neither one of them will actually have to pay for any crimes that they committed it's only going to be the people but if I am to look at the history of everything and I look at and why I continue to make this correlation, just because there is a history there, there is a history with Palestinians and black people dating all the way back to civil rights movements. And I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Cause I really don't believe we're going to get to 150. Uh, Cause I'm gonna put this out. I'm not going to edit any part of it, but that's just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not going to edit any part of this. Um, and I said I was going to turn my filter down, but that that was still fairly tempered. Um, but either way, I I know people have been censored for saying worse uh, or saying less, rather. So it just is what it is. But honestly, I do not support the the killing and unaliving of innocent people on either side. I don't, I don't care whether you stand for Israel or Palestine, because innocent people have nothing to do with the corrupt government in power that is actually creating and stirring up this war. You know, and that's right. just, that just comes from the word of what we know. Like it's, we're, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but it's wickedness in high places. And it's these people right. and entities and, and powers and groups in high places. That's literally playing with everyone's lives right now. But, as far as a government and entity, nah, I, I will, I will not stand with the Israel that people think is the Israel that we should revere and respect. Nah, you, you, you won't get that respect out of me because you're not who you really say you are. Yeah, and yeah. that's just that's just that. And being the the son of a people that has gone through very, very, very similar things in very recent history then I I must and can't help but just to identify with that struggle, especially since the our, our greatest leaders of our struggle also was were hand in hand with their struggle, the Mandela's, the Malcolm X's, the Martin Luther King's, the James Baldwin's, the and the Black Panthers, like all of them, even the Julius Malema's of today is like we identify, we we stand in support because what's being done is wrong and that's not being right. anti-semitic because this isn't anti-jewish but it's anti that corrupt government entity that is there portraying to be something that they're not and that's it that's all i got any um any thoughts and conclusions and the benediction no it's just that we're all oppressed people and we're all oppressed people that have an agenda and we're all oppressed people that have an agenda that uh is showing that all of us are willing to show that we're not going to take some BS anymore. That goes for our Jewish brethren too. They're, they're showing you that yes. right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are putting a stronghold on other people's cultures. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what I mean? Like our white brothers and sisters have done at one point in time. I'm not here to act like, you know, I ain't trying to diss no white brothers and sisters. I'm just making a point that genocide is on your hands. I don't care how you feel about it. It's the truth. Right. All right. And that's just what that is. And, you know, that's, that's all I can say about it. You know, it's just more oppressed people with an agenda. And this is, this is what happens 
when everybody saw someone else's blueprint and it worked out so well for them because they turned this into the billion of gazillion trillion gazillion dollar country that it is today. So yep. there you go. And that's it. So, you know, just all that being said, thoughts and prayers um, over there to, to that area for everyone um, who was being caught up in this, the innocent people, Especially, you know, just the the women and children that's just being taken just for no real reason, but for the fact that you are just existing. And, you know, it, it hurts. The more I read, the more I listened, the more I saw it white just. People, white people should really love us, yo, because we didn't try to kill a bunch of talk white people. Talk about had, it. We just had sex with your women and made children. That's it. We didn't do anything wrong. But, th- but that's the thing, honestly, if we think about it, that was actually their biggest fear. That was their biggest fear. It wasn't an uprising in a state of revenge. It-, it wasn't that we would create, you know, a black Hamas or whatever. I don't even know what that would be called, <laughs> even though they tried to paint the Black Panthers as like a terrorist thing. So, but they so- but they call all of our leaders like terrorists like that. So we, right. were, we were communists and we were terrorists. So they, they use those two a lot. This is what we did. All right. This is what we did. So this is this is the white woman, right? And let's say this is the head or like the face of the white woman. And, and this is the black man, right? You know, this, this is the black man face. <laughs> this is what we did. We said <laughs> <laughs> But that's what they were afraid of. Like we're we're joking, we're laughing, but that's exactly what they were afraid of. That's why they made laws. It was like, nah. That's why they demonized weed the way they did for so long because it was like, nah, if y'all consume weed, it will make our women go have sex with them monsters, and we can't do that. They literally did that. That's literally a thing. So (laughs) that's a joke, but it's true. (laughs) It is true. And that was their fear. No, no, we cannot. We cannot. Because we will lose our women forever and then we will cease to be. No. No. We gotta stop it. But that's <laughs> it, man. Peace, y'all. Go ahead and, and you know, the, the benediction since you actually are like the holy one right now. Alright, um, look. Look, I mean, this world needs, you know, I mean, not not to get too Christian-like because, you know, I, I think Christian is only in the Bible like three or four times. But um, to be a follower of something, something or somebody greater than you is the only way you're going to be able to survive. So, you know, if you can love somebody else the way you love yourself and treat somebody else the way you treat yourself, give them the same energy as you would give yourself, you know, both ways. Because if you are positive to somebody and they give you some nastiness, all right, then return it. I'm not saying I'm, a, you know, eye for eye. That's what the Bible says, eye for eye, all of that. And my grandfather always said, um, when it says turn the other cheek, that just means consider your options. Don't continue to let somebody mistreat you, uh, misuse you, disrespect you. Turn the other cheek is considering your options. If they slap you, don't be quick to slap them back. That's reacting. Find out why they slapped you first. And if it's stupid or whatever it may be, then handle whatever you got to handle. However it may be, you know, um, we need more con- conversations like this. Um, being able to be transparent, un open unapologetic because it's time out for putting a band-aid on certain things we needed to open up that wound in the first place so we can have healing um a lot of people are misunderstood or mis 
you know, um, educated. So by that, conversations that are uncomfortable, righteous confrontation is what Jesus would, would, would implement. That's why he flipped over the tables. Look, we, we serve a God of God of war. If not, then why would he flood the whole place? Y'all are disrespecting my culture. So we need to fix it. If we're not going to talk about it to fix it, to make yourself better than you was yesterday, then we need to figure out something. Because if you're not going to get right, I'm going to get you right. And not trying to father America or father, you know, the society, but some men, it takes men. Your higher calling. See, my, you know, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to convert nobody. Your higher calling a man and trickle it on down. That's the only way this world can get back to where it need to be because a lot of kids don't have their fathers. And you have never seen, if y'all find one, show it to me. I look for it. I haven't seen a single parent father complain about stuff that he have to do compared to a woman complaining to what they have to do. So that lets you know right there is some things that a man as a king, as a negus, N-E-G-U-S, African king. I don't know. I still don't know how they turned around what nigger is, what niggas is. But when we, they actually have a different meaning in Africa, they have a different meaning. So when we add it and make it a negative connotation, it's like, how did that happen? When it's supposed to stand for a, a king, kingship, royalty, and America has really demonized that. So, you know, to all the listeners, you know, talk your credo, be positive, encourage somebody, and always speak life, give life. And with that said, y'all, y'all remember to do what we need you guys to do. If there is an episode 131, we'll see. I'm gonna try to push these on out. I'm, I'm probably the goal is 150. Then we're gonna, you know, take a step back and try to retweak some things and get this thing going. Um, uh, and, and continuing to move. But be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell us what you think about the the preliminary conversation because this is an ongoing thing um i i deliberately wanted to devote some time to just let me just sit down and just read listen hear uh before i make you know just any type of judgment I'm, i've really been trying to uh get into information and content that one i may not have been exposed to as just walk going through everyday life because just our lives are as convoluted and so much and stressful and all this other stuff as it is. Um, but I do think it's, it's important, you know, as far as kind of the, the piggyback off of P Shaw's message, you know, like look at Job, you know, his salvation didn't come until we started looking and caring for the affairs of others. And, you know, it was just, just trying to be more more open and into the history of the world and why things are the way they are. Let's not look at the symptom. Let's go to the root of it. Let's let's go to what happened and why it happened and who these people right. are and what they stand for and, and so on and so forth. But all that being said, peace out and say that already. Y'all just be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. We will see y'all on 131. It's your boy Nasunaru, the greatest Hindi badger to ever live. Y'all be sure to check out his Instagram uh, and check out all the interviews that he's doing because this man is working. Um, it is some dope content and I just cannot wait for what we know to happen happens and when it happens how we need it to happen and I'm I'm just ready for it I'm ready for it because then I can be like yeah I was there and I told y'all so I, and I can yeah, talk a bunch of trash to a whole bunch of people and I'm just going to be like yo who is this dude it don't even matter it don't even matter 
Believe me, that's my man's right there. That's my man. I told y'all. I told you, you ain't got nothing. Okay. All right. And peace y'all up in the building. <laughs> peace y'all up in the building, man. We appreciate you, man, always. And until next time, to talk my Creole podcast. Stay fly, stay blessed. Gotcha. For real talk and dope conversations. To the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. All happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My